Ah, yes. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the sweet spot. Ellis. I am your host. I am. Just say it with me. He is. I am. The. Drew. Yes. The Drew. And along with me always is my co-host, Miss... Princess Sophia. Princess Sophia, everyone. Okay, so... We're gonna... We're gonna go way, 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 back. Okay? We're gonna talk about... Maybe something we should have talked about when we first started this podcast. But... Now's as good a time as any. It's the new year. Try something new. Right? Okay. So what we're gonna do... Because we're going to talk about the dynamics of the lifestyle. What we mean by that is the history of the lifestyle. Now, when we talk about the history of the lifestyle, you know, there's got to be a a starting point somewhere. There's got to be a point where people decided to say, you know what? I want a little something extra. Or I don't want to be monogamous anymore. You know? So, again, where did, what was the earliest form of, you know, swinging? Where did it come from? I feel like it was something like pertaining to, okay, if I buy three of your cows, you can lay with my daughter. I know you're married, but you can lay with my daughter. So barter trading. Yes. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I honestly think that like sex would come from that. I mean, like very, very early on, right? Medieval and all of that. Um, all that time, you know, people like, what else could you, I mean, everybody was poor. You were poor. You didn't have food. What else could you give to somebody? You know, you could give somebody your daughter. You can give somebody your, uh, first, mm, firstborn could be like, you know, your, your, um, your son or whatever too. But I mean, like you could give them something, you can give them your kids or your wife's virginity. I mean, you know, it's, it's a possibility that there's so many things that you could have bartered and traded for sexual favors um i guess maybe that's more like prostitution but still it's possible that's possible i mean if you think about it you know it is kind of the same thing you know um you know i mean you're think about it okay there's 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 a possibility right there when you go up there and you pay for a party now are you really paying for the party are you are you paying for the sex that goes along with it because the sex doesn't always happen all the time so when you do it, you go up there and you say, hey, I'm not paying for sex and everything because that's prostitution. So you say, hey, I'm paying for to help out with the food, the well, drinks, you, the you ice, are. everything like that, the you environment. Paying. The, the yeah. You're paying for the electricity bill, the, uh, jac- the water bill for the jacuzzi, for the pool, whatever, and everything like that. So we don't ever want to put it down. And we never say this in any, in any form that you're paying for sex. Okay. So with that being said. Let's delve a little bit into it, okay? Let's try to go back and see where this this happened. So I found an article from the USA Today, which surprisingly was was recently, uh, let's see, about 11 days ago, about a week, a week and a half ago uh, from the USA Today. Now it says, swingers want you to know a secret swinging, is a secret. Swinging is not just about sex. That's true. I'll get it. I'll, 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 I'll get it. I'll believe it. I believe that. So it says, 
Uh, what is swinging exactly? Now, the short answer of swinging is the practice of exchanging partners strictly for sex, according to a 2014 article in the Electronic Journal of Human Sexuality. This was made by Spouse Exchange, uh, which is gone through through periods, okay? Uh, as far back as the 1940s, through key clubs, as they were known at the time. Then in the 1950s, it was dubbed wife swapping. Okay, now they say it's unclear on how many how many people partake today. Some estimated that it says it's about 2% of the population or less. I don't know if I believe that because the more and more people that we know that we run into um, everywhere we go, all around the country, all around the world, you know, people do this. Though one study from North American Swing Club Alliance said 15% of the U.S. couples have tried it at least once in their married lives. Now, nowadays, people visit swing clubs and, you know, and they, they connect online with other swingers. But technically, if you're dating somebody and you decide to date somebody else, if you're dating more than one person, wouldn't you? But that's dating. No, but still, you're in a you're in a you're in a, a beginnings of a relationship. You are with somebody. You are with somebody who knows you and knows of you, and you are invested in that person. And you invest in an another in an additional person. Wouldn't you consider that swinging as well? Like you're with this girl having a, a emotional sexual relationship. I think that's called an open relationship. Because oh, you're single, and that, and like being with another person would make. Uh, just like another, another option, another single option. Yeah, because you got you got somebody else and everything that you are in a relationship, semi sem, semi facto relationship with that you are like saying, hey, you know, I want to have this, like almost like polyamory, you know. So it says that it says that the demographic comparisons indicated growing diversity among swingers between 1982 to 2016 as well as a movement towards the democratic party and more use of protection against stds now there's another article let's see if i can find it um where it says uh oh let me see if i can find it uh it said something along the terms of like um swinging especially key parties and we're going to delve that into that here in a second especially key parties you know really you know took off you know wife swapping and everything really took off like during the 60s during the uh the hippie movement because it was a lot of free love and you know and you know be not having restrictions not being tied down to one you know anybody and being able to live free and wild and stuff but then it did say that by the mid seventies, that uh, the key parties kind of leveled out and slowed down. Reason being is because monogamy came made a, a way back. They 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 came back. It said that you know that a lot of people wanted to. They were losing partners. They were losing relationships. You know. Well, uh, I guess I could see like the eighties kind of seemed more like the family like moment like a lot of like uh family games came out games and movies to me it, to me it felt that way well, I, I mean i was born in 1980 so 
like for me, the eighties was all about family. I don't, I mean, of course I was, I was really young at the time, but even looking back at the eighties there, I mean, eighties was drugs. So it was seventies. Um, and eighties was a lot of disco wishness, right? Yeah. Disco. No right. disco. No, that- no disco died out. And no, no, no. Well, late seventies, early eighties. Okay. Um, if I'm wrong on those that have lived through that era, please let us know. You know, like I was born in 78, so uh, I don't know. I know I know 90s. I'm a 90s kid. So, yeah, no, I mean, of course, like I, I experienced the 80s. I mean, but of course I was young, but like the 90s is where I actually like grew up. Um, but I would I would but I would say that, I mean, honestly, looking just looking at it in a whole, the 80s was more like a, like a family time. But then again, it was like still like the era the disco era little drugs were starting to come out i think it was when the the rock and roll era Uh, really came out you know like you know heavy metal like big hair bands and stuff like that you know and if anything i would think that would be the more of the single era okay people were like more single like a lot of guys you know they just wanted to fuck around and you know the women there they just wanted to you know have their options they were there was more career woman because i remember joan collins was the big thing like for a tv show i think it was what was it called dallas or something like that dynasty dynasty yeah um yeah she had the big broad the um, shoulder pads. the shoulder pads and everything like that so she was a career woman who uh showed a lot and there was a lot of movies uh from what i remember that uh depicted like the the working woman uh, you know so more independence yeah the more independence so the 90s was like a for me was a lot of like grunge and uh baywatchy stuff and abercrombie you know kind of a you know sun tanned bodies jersey shore-ish kind of a you know I don't know that that's I guess maybe that is my 90s because 16 17 18 19 I was clubbing underage clubs not so much drugs i don't really that was i don't know this wasn't part of mine but um so i don't know i i'm i i know i mean the history of course is innocent for me because i wasn't thinking in that direction but not until my 20s was i actually considering seeing other people you know i i'm still super modest you know i still am even in front of my i, I won't dress in front of my kids it's just it's not like my thing you know and but i guess maybe i just modesty was kind of my 20s and the end of my 20s that's when i guess i started to like think about it mm. and then my early 30s is when maybe it's the maybe it's the maturity maybe it's the maturity of the person because a lot of people that i have met they they got married in their 20s but the end of their 20s is when they started to feel like they were settling and like their 30s is when you start to want to spice it up is that maybe a good a good observation yeah yeah and and again you know a lot of those people that are older you know like they come from that key party era you know they come from like the the, the time of swinging maybe it's like a mother father thing like right because well well as the kids got older the kids you know like us when we were growing up you know, we didn't live through all that, that key party stuff and the, all that other free love crap and everything. It was always, you know, we were the parents though. Yeah. The parents. I didn't get any like stories like that from my parents, but I mean, I'm pretty sure that there are people like in the, I guess now they would be in their fifties and their sixties and they would be telling us about, I'm going to lie. Actually, my dad did tell me a key story once. 
he didn't, he told me he didn't realize and he came with another man but he came with another man another friend who invited him to and he told me that he didn't that they they were asking to to put their keys in an area but he didn't really realize what that was and it was like no bowl like the whole grinch you know remember that like the grinch had put him in a big fishbowl but he said that it was like um like it was him and a friend and he didn't really realize what was going on and then he started realizing that uh he well the story that he told me was that he started to realize what was kind of going on and he thought it was really weird and somebody had whispered to him what it was and he said that he he took off so i'm gonna my dad would never lie to me so of course my dad took off didn't partake but well it says the earliest real life key parties this is a reference from the san fernando weekly uh this article was made uh in uh 2018 and it says uh the earliest uh, real-life key party reference was found, like from an article found, was in 1965 lecture on wife swapping by psychotherapist Dr. Albert Ellis. Whichever car key you get, you get the wife. If you're the male that goes with this particular set of keys, uh, she explains, or he explains, uh, Ellis explains, this is done on a chance. You might say it's kind of a raffle, you know, mm-hmm. and this is probably the rarest kind of mate switching today but if you think about it it doesn't get it doesn't get used at all and if you do Hmm. it's got to be by like older folks you know yeah because really are you gonna go out there and have somebody uh go to somebody's house not know who they are take them into your home you know not knowing exactly who they are, you know, what they are. You don't know if you're going to get robbed. You don't know if you're going to get whatever. Hurt. Yeah. Really hurt or anything like that. That is crazy. That's that's a lot. But then I get I thought key parties were like like friend-based. I didn't think it was like, what did you actually Well, it was like mainly, it was, it was a small party from what I understand. It wasn't like big, huge clubs or anything. It was small parties. It was like a, 20 people. Oh, but I thought it would all it would all be done there. On right, location. but you Why know, you never know. They're they're they say, "Hey, I got this new couple. This is this is Art and Kitty." You know what I mean? Um, and you never know. They just bring somebody in, and you don't know. They could be, you know, they could be mass murderers or or going mm-hmm. on crime sprees or whatever. But you don't know. They just met somebody who met somebody yeah. that brings them. I mean, come on, look at now. How many times do people? know somebody hey this is a friend of mine everything like that and i met them through here or i just met them and everything like that come and join the fun yeah we always say yeah the more the merrier right yeah that's true so i, I guess maybe you wouldn't you wouldn't be worried about them being new because if somebody had vouched for him of course i wonder you know okay i'm gonna take this off of uh gosh what was that movie um not sleepy hollow it was johnny depp um well there in this movie like there was a lot of prostitution and it was like old dirty god all i can think of is like they had like the big dresses with the big butts and um and like just looking like pride and prejudice i want to say i don't think it was sleepy hollow but it was something like that oh he was um like jack the ripper he was oh uh from hell 
Yes, yes, from hell. Yeah, that one right there. I mean, the the prostitution and like in that day, like and a lot of it was like, well, you know, we need a room to stay in. Oh, okay, well, can you barter with sex? I mean, well, okay, wait, hold on. Well, no, those are prostitutes. Yeah, that's definitely. They were all prostitutes okay, on that sorry, one. My brain is okay, but there is one. There is one uh, girl that was on there. She was. They were both prostitutes. The girls. One was brand new, and she thought that this the 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 veteran or the the she thought it was going to be. I'll, I'll give this girl food. I'll pay for her supper. Yeah. I'll do this, and she you'll be my girl and everything. So it's kind of a barter system there. Yeah. So if you're looking for that, yeah. But the other ones, they were they were prostitutes, you know. So so do you think that do you think that swinging back in the day that it meant as much? I don't think there was such things as swinging back then. I think there were orgies. Now orgies date back from oh yeah, like Roman way times, Roman huh? times and stuff like that. You know, and, and yeah. they, probably before that, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, there's there's yeah, like in the you know in the Bible it says like that and everything. Yeah. There was Sodom and Gomorrah. There were people that were you know committing adultery and 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 you know you know, and, uh, sinning before God, things like that, you know, everything that goes along with the Bible, you know? So, you know, there's, there's, it's been around for years, but it hasn't been, I don't think as mainstream as it is now. I think right. it's been, I think it was the dirty little secret. I still think it is though. I, yeah, it still is. I think so too. And everything, but you know, it back then it was, you, if you were a swinger, you know, uh, back in the day, like in the sixties or whatever, or seventies, then you were that, oh my God, you know, you know, they, there's the, the conservative and then there's the, uh, you know, the outgoing free based, uh, you know, uh, wild child and everything, you know, the opposite of conservative values, moral values. You were always immoral when you did that. Now it says here, it says, how do you know that it's for you? It says opening up a relationship works best. This is from the USA Today one. Uh, how do you, a relationship works best when the relationship is as it feels stable, honest, and communicative? Uh, it says still based previously previously told by them is that swinging won't fix a broken relationship, but it can add new adventure and excitement to an already solid one. While the pineapples are fun, as well as other signals like black rings, white rocks, and flamingos, remember that just because somebody has a pineapple on their t-shirt or a sticker on their car, that does not mean they're swingers. Right. 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 Oh, yeah. We talked about that before, about the symbols of being a swinger. Um, you know, honestly, like, I'm, of course, my, my eye is always on, like, things that have a pineapple on it. And especially, I'm kind of excited because summer's coming back around so there's a whole bunch of like pineapple stuff out um i think that i don't i mean if it really was that much of a symbol places like home goods and tj maxx i don't think would be carrying it so i don't think that that's like the full-on like way to actually tell of a swinger you know black rings i mean now they have like those little silicone rings where the men wear to work or whatever instead of wearing their actual wedding band so can't even count those anymore but um i don't know like uh, it, it would be really interesting to see like if back in the day like of course like i've i've always thought that like of course for for most people like marriage is extremely wholesome and good and of course it's the right right thing to do but you know wife swapping swinging trading i think it's kind of natural i think it has to come to you natural i wonder i wonder how far back it went where it wasn't it was 
Oh, I would love to know when was the first swing swing club was. It was probably somebody's basement, probably some speakeasy. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it had to be something. But like the the club that that really, you know, uh, solidified it was like during the seventies, and that was a uh, Plato's Retreat, and that was a uh, that was a, a swing club in New York. Now I'm not saying that was the first one, but that was the one that was really well known. What? Oh, that was in New York. Yeah. Well, even like what is it? Club sixty four. 54 54 yeah, studio studio, studio 54. 54 yeah yeah that even that one they said that the people were having yeah. doing sexual stuff in there but then is that is that exact, exactly no. swinging it's no more it's more drug of a induced playtime free for all and everything like that people doing their own thing you know wasn't necessarily a swing club yeah true. you know it didn't it didn't it didn't specify that do you know what year fa opened i always get sad when i talk about fa because it's just I never got to go there. I feel like it was my my chance and I never made it. I'm not sure. For those of you that are out there that are listening, uh if you know when Freedom Makers was opened, uh please let us know. Uh they closed a few years ago, but uh let us know when it would open those that were really die hard, you know, goers. Yeah. Let us know. We'd really love to know the dynamics for that one. Do you think now do you think now it's very um a lot more like open like you think it's i okay hold on sorry my brain is like going a million miles a minute do you think that now it's more accepted like if you were to tell your friend do you think it's as as raunchy as it was 10 20 30 years ago or do you think like friends would be more like oh that's cool you know not for me but that's cool yeah i do think that because i know friends that uh that say that they they think it's cool but then all of a sudden the same thing that the same uh same time they go up there and they say that it's not for them that they wouldn't be able to do that they think it's cool because they again there's a lot of people like that i mean i remember when i first started uh in the lifestyle and i was going to the club in colorado there would be guys that i that would go to the that club to the hideaway that were on my flag football team and they i go up there and they bring a girl they bring their girl and then all of a sudden they would they'd be like, "Oh, well, it's like, are you guys playing? Are you guys swapping or anything?" No, we're not swapping. We only we only with girls. We only want girls. No, fool, you only want girls, yeah. okay? Because your girl doesn't even look like she wants to be here, <laughs> you know. And so, um, but it's it's one of those things where people are just trying it again. We revert back to what we started and what we said in the beginning, you know. Uh, there are swingers. And there are horny people. Now, the majority of people that do do this, you know, look at the the party we went to last night. Okay, there is no fucking way, no fucking way, that a majority of those people were swingers. Oh yeah, it looked like a bunch of horny people. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm very open about the lifestyle now. You know, a lot of people, a lot of my friends are lifestyle people, but I think if I was ever to uh, be like approached by a, a vanilla friend and told that they they wanted to tell me that they were a swinger. I don't know how I would take it. I don't know if I would tell them I was as well. It like have you have you ever had that? Like just somebody that didn't know about your lifestyle. Have you ever had anybody like confess to you? Yep. How did that go for you? Did you say like, oh my god, me too? Like, uh, exactly like that. I laughed. Really? I laughed. 
Uh -huh. And I was like, <laughs> they're like, what? I was like, no, no, tell me more. Tell me more. And everything like that. And they'll say, and they act like they're saying something. I egg it on. I tell them, like, oh, okay. Oh, really? No, really? No. God, wow. Like, just like that, huh? I was like, oh, yeah. Really? How does that go? And, you know, I, I, I egg it on. I was like, yeah. And everything like that. Oh, and don't forget this. Oh, and don't forget that. And they don't catch on to it that I'm messing with them. They don't catch on to it because they think that they it's truly again, interesting. Yeah, they just think you're truly interested in shit like that. And then all of a sudden, I'll say stuff like, "Oh, yeah, but you got to remember to do this." So they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah," and not realizing that I'm telling them what it is that's you know yeah. a part of the lifestyle. And then eventually, I was like, "Yeah, well, that's something to tell you, you know." I'm, I'm he's like, "You just started." Well, I'm like two years into it, you know. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, I just there's 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 very little that you can go up there and talk with some other people about, you know, that they don't already know. Because unlike when I started, where I didn't know anything about it until that guy, him and his wife, you know, the guy from work told me about what him and his life wife do and like, and then uh, that's where I went from there. Nowadays. It's on everything. It's on movies. It's on television. You know, um, there was a hell, there was a TV show that was called Swingtown. Yeah, I remember that. You know, um, now everything is everything. Anything that has to do with sex, you know, there's, you I'm know. Su it, I'm surprised there's not more shows because I'm, I mean, because even if you weren't one and you're just kind of like, you know, like, like uh, right now there's like three shows on Hulu and it's like stripped Los Angeles, stripped Vegas. And it's very sexual. And I, I think that the, that one with the bunny ranch that did pretty well. I mean, look, we went to that haunted museum in Vegas and they had the guy's bed. Yeah. From Dennis. Then. Yeah. So like, why wouldn't you would think, you know, sex definitely sells a lot more. And it's I, a billion dollar industry. Yeah, I mean, not even just sex. Not even that. More than a billion dollars. But I mean, just just having like a, uh, just having the, putting that out there, you're showing the real side of certain things, as well as giving people like the ideas of where to go and what, where, where did you see that, you know? Um, well, come on, look at him in, in Vegas. All the cab drivers there, and I'm sure. Lyft drivers or Uber drivers, they all know where all all of the swing clubs are. Right. You tell you tell a you tell a cab driver or a Lyft driver, Uber driver, the Green Door. Yeah. The Red Rooster. Um, whatever, whatever other ones that are there, you know? The main ones, the main ones that are like people always go to. It's like attractions. It's like if I tell you, take me to the MGM's uh casino. Right, right? They know where it is. Take me to um, the Luxor, take me to uh, you know, hell, they even know where the strip clubs are. Yeah, they know where all this. Say, take me to Scores. You know, they're gonna take them because they know it. But again, you know, in this history with the lifestyle, you know, it's, you know, a lot of people don't know about it. A lot of people wonder. They wonder about it, but they never really do any research about it. And I, you know, there are people like they say, "Oh, this isn't my life. This is my hobby." That's great. That's great. You know, you just go out there, you do what you do. There are people that only do this once a year or every, every couple of years. They don't consider, they're not swingers. They're not, you know, 
But that's why that's why I think like shows that would show like a positive side of swinging or the positive side of stripping or some type of other lifestyle, I think it'd be beneficial because a lot of people want to show their positive side. Like, of course, like there's a lot of negative sides of the lifestyle. But whenever we talk about it, we talk about the positive side of it and like getting our getting our our point across like that would be I think that would that would help out more and and you would think you would want to put something out like that more than you would the negative side of stripping because there's tons of shows that are going to show you the negative side of stripping drugs right yeah I mean and there's there's no... a, what they do is they tell you that hey strippers are nothing but drug addicts and things like that I know yeah. I, was, I was actually watching the show and like a lot of them are really super smart i mean they were just talking about the pandemic and well, what they that, were doing look at that pandemic. movie uh striptease with demi moore i still haven't yet to see that uh, that's a good one and and uh i saw know, the one with the girl from saved by the bell showgirls yes yeah. that was horrible it was, oh. it, was, it was a terrible acting but you know yes. it's an inspirational movie so yeah you know i just think that you know people should really like you know do their homework when it comes to this if they really want to get involved in it yeah, you know. definitely. Ask a friend. Right. All right. That wraps it up for this episode. We are the Sweet Spot on Cassidy, Facebook, and Kick. Also, the Sweet Spot 13 on SLS and SDC. The Sweet Spot LS on Twitter. You can also look us up on our groups. The Sweet Spot and Comrade Crew on Cassidy. Or you can come to um, come and join us at one or all of our parties, which are all located in the Riverside County area. Please look us up on Cassidy, Kick, and Facebook for all party postings as well. Once again, everything said in this episode is of our opinion or facts that are being read and is not to be taken personally or seriously. So if anyone has any suggestions or questions, please leave us a message on here and we'll do our best to answer them as soon as we can. In the meantime, I am the Drew. And always with me is my co-host, Miss Princess Sophia. Have a good night, everyone. Take care.